come the boom. How are you not dead? I have no idea. Oh, give me a big fat break! Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of Arcade Attack. I'm your host, Rob, and around me are Adrian. Um, whooshing into action. It's Adrian here. And Keith. Gotta go fast. And Dilsey. I didn't have a Sonic quote prepared. <laughs> Sorry. Whooshing into action is not really a Sonic quote, but... Whoosh! I stole Adrian's. Ba-ding, ba-ding, ba-ding. I'm sorry. Go back to Rob. Go back to Rob. <laughs> and uh, this is a special Sonic the Hedgehog the movie podcast. Because... Bonus podcast. Yes, because all four <laughs> of us went to see it uh, earlier on today. <clears throat> uh, on opening weekend. And um, I have to... Open this, I have to start this off by, well, I'll kind of say we're going to go into a bit of the background of the movie, then we're going to talk about what each of us thought, and then there's going to be a special spoiler bit uh, in the last bit of the podcast for those of you who haven't seen it and don't want anything uh, actually spoiled in terms of references, plot developments, etc. And I've, so, in, with that spirit, I'm going to open this up by asking, has anyone here around the circle seen the Sonic the Hedgehog movie before today? No. No. Because this was not the first Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. Oh. Ooh. Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, there was a Sonic movie came out in 1996 in Japan, animated. The dubbed version came out here three years later. It was an OVA, what they call an original video animation in Japan. Okay. Like kind of a feature length, um, kind of anime kind of thing done by Japanese studios for the home video market. Yeah, well, I was going to say, Rob, I haven't seen that, but it reminds me because um, they made an Animal Crossing cartoon, and I think it was Japanese. And I watched it was on YouTube in like four slices. And at the time, I was playing a bit of Animal Crossing with the family, and it was a really sweet little story. And it was all in Japanese, but they had English dubs. And um, I could tell this wasn't like you know this, this is not a film that would go across the masses, but I enjoyed it. So yeah. Uh, yeah, like the studio that did it was called Piero. Um, they've been doing stuff for about 40 years, but I think probably the only one most people around the circle, or possibly in the West, would have heard of is Naruto. They were responsible for doing that series. Yep. And in the name of research, I, I won't say I watched the whole thing, but I watched about 15 minutes of it. It kind of fast forward. It was not great. <laughs> How would you describe the animation then? What sort of cartoon? It was like the cutscenes for um like the Sonic kind of CD stuff, obviously okay. far better quality. Um, the plot was not amazing, and the dubs were really annoying. I would not wholeheartedly recommend it, <laughs> but I just thought it it would be an interesting kind of side point to begin. Uh, this one, when was it originally like announced? What the film we watched today? Yes. Uh... Well, we did a pod on it a while ago, and it, it seems like ages since it was announced. Maybe... Episode thirty three. See, um, wow. That's more than, what, three years ago? 2017? Uh, 2014. Well, originally, it was, gonna be, it was slated to be produced by Sony Pictures Entertainment. Well, and it was conceived. Uh, okay. Not when yeah. we podcasted about it. And uh, Mars Animation Planet, who are best known for... Mars Bars. 
<laughs> no, they're a Japanese computer-generated animation studio, best known for doing the cutscenes for modern Sonic games, ah, and also a bunch okay. of other Sega titles. Uh, had writers attached, uh, Van Robichaux and Evan Susser. You probably would not have heard of them. They're best known for Fist Fight, the Charlie Day Ice Cube vehicle. Oh, Came out yeah. two or three years ago. They're currently attached to write Wedding Crashes too. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Director who actually directed this film, a guy called Tim Fowler, was attached as early as 2016 to direct with uh, Tim Miller to dire- executive produce. What is Tim Miller best known for? Miller time. <laughs> uh, no, a, a, oh, very, know a very famous um, film that in many ways is a bit like the Sonic the Movie. Came out uh, early part of the year, big franchise thing. Did had you a, you? Had a wise... Had a wise... Had like a wisecracking lead character. Deadpool. Yes, Deadpool. He directed oh, Deadpool. Oh, okay. your face, of course. Keith. Uh, yeah, Which but Ryan Reynolds was in both of them randomly. He was in oh, yeah. Detective Chichu. Detective Flickachu. The spin off film. But the film got put into turnaround the following year when it was picked up by Paramount. Like, Paramount over the last few years have done a fair bit of like IP heavy kids films. Especially in the early 2010s, like in partnership with smaller studios. They did um, Spongebob and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with Nickelodeon Studios, for instance. Uh, they stopped an internal animation division called Paramount Animation. But their own projects have been, all pretty much been expensive flops. Stuff like The Little Prince, came out in 2015. Se- $77.5 million budget. What? Ooh. You know, you don't know the little book, the book, the little prince, really famous kids. Why book? is the budget that big? Uh, I think all animation films seem to have really big budgets, Holy probably because the large amounts of We're in CGI the wrong stuff. Game. They Why have don't to some hire. of you guys learn to do some animation and we <laughs> yeah. can like rake it in? I hear. I'm looking mo- at you, Adrian. Monster trucks, like um, live action animation film, came out 2016. I've, I've seen that. Yeah, 125 million dollar budget. Wow. There's no massive actors in that film, I don't think. No, it was a massive, massive I actually plot. watched it on Netflix. Actually, I quite enjoyed it, actually. I thought it was quite a nice family caper with some cheeky shenanigans going on. I liked it's it. Basically, like a kid has a truck and the monster goes inside it and the monster takes possession of the truck. Is that uh, correct? Yes, but the monster can only live by drinking oil. So it has to, yeah. Sounds, re- sounds really compelling. Uh, yeah, after that, they didn't know. No, but, no, but Rob, they have to, no, but it is quite compelling because he lives in like a, um, uh, you know, where, the, where oil was under the ground. So unfortunately, that's where the money is. So they, they want to get rid of this monster. So. Okay. Yeah. Something is bugging me about something you said earlier. You said SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Yeah. And you didn't even mention how, how amazing it was. I've never seen it. You basically just skipped past it without saying how amazing <laughs> it was. I know Hasselhoff's in it. I've never actually seen the film. It is amazing. It's a solid it's 6.8 out of 10. It's a bit of a tearjerker when they're, you think they're about to be fried though, isn't it? Or when they dry out. No. When they're all drying out on the side. <laughs> oh man, it's like, oh, heartstrings. Anyway, sorry, carry on. They should have done the movie where France drops another atomic bomb on Bikini Atoll and no. radiates everything again. Anyway. <laughs> so Monster Trucks is quite similar to Bumblebee because he kind of takes control of a truck. So I think he's got a similar personality. Okay. And I, yeah. Anyway, uh, those two, and then Sherlock Gnomes in 2018, $59 million budget, and Wonder Park, $100 million Ooh. budget. Wonder Park, which year. has been made by Ignacio... Ignacio Perez Dulce. That's it. You remember better than me, who made Commandos, and very nicely gave us a recent interview. We've got... We've interviewed that dude. Yeah. And you know what? He's a big deal these days. I don't know why he spoke to us. <laughs> He's a, I don't know why he spoke to us either. We just... We have that knack. 
Uh, anyone know what the budget for Sonic was? Or what it ended up? 100 billion pounds. <laughs> billion. No, I'm going to say, if, how, how much do you say was the earlier, the, the, that Prince film? Uh, that was 77.5. Monster Trucks was 125 million. <laughs> I mean, Monster Trucks has arrived. It doesn't, right. Now it's got to be more than that then, surely. 150? But there aren't any Monster Trucks in Sonic. <laughs> so if you use that maths, Sonic was actually zero budget. And Monster okay. Trucks is live action with lots of CGI, which might be more expensive. I'm thinking Sonic. Well, I suppose it's the same, Sonic isn't it? Was live action. <laughs> <laughs> what film did you watch? I watched the Japanese one. No, James I think... Marsden was CGI, I think. <laughs> yeah. I, he just voiced it. It was a bit like, you know, when What's His Face uh, kicked the bucket after Gladiator, but they. Like, Oliver they, Reed. Yeah, Oliver Reed. They did that with James Or in Star, Wa- Star Wars, they got thingy back. Didn't spoiler, they? spoiler Carrie alert. Fisher? James Marsden yeah. is not real in the Sonic movie. Well, it was $95 million, including Ooh. all the reshoots. Not the reshoots, the uh, reanimation. After we all kicked off on Twitter about it. Yeah, we we it's our fault, isn't it? Yeah, indirectly it's our well. I, you say our fault. I think we'll get into it later on, but I think it was the right decision. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, I don't think anyone disputes it was the right decision. <laughs> uh, anyway, apparently, um, Paul Rudd was considered for uh, the part of Tom Wachowski, okay. the main guy, but I was ruled out. I assume for budgetary reasons. Mm. And James Martin was cast. Mars didn't anyway. Best known for the 2000 X-Men films, where he was... Cyclops, wasn't he? Yes. Um, Boom in your face. Complete weenie. Kind of sunk into the bees. Weenie. He was, weird, isn't it? He such a weenie. He's got yeah, one, one eye weird. in X-Men, and Sonic's kind of got one big eye when you think about it. Well, not, not, but in, not in the movie. All right, yeah. Uh, anyway, he was kind of like on the BC list before rising up uh, after being cast in Westworld. TV version of Westworld. Mm, yeah. I, I I gave up on that series, Rob. I enjoyed the films, uh, Westworld and Future World, I think it's called. And I thought they were brilliant, the 70s films. And I started, I watched the first series of Westworld, which is, I just kind of gave up on it, sorry. I thought the first series was great for the first half, but then it just got stupider and stupider. Yeah. And I think the penultimate episode, I was about halfway through and just thought, I've had enough of this. Did you enjoy the original films? I quite like Westworld. I've never seen Future World. Okay, they both both hold up. Pr- well, Westworld's still better, let's be honest. But Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sonic voiced by me and Dylan were talking about this earlier, a guy called Ben Schwartz. Uh comedian was in uh yeah, was in Parks and Rec, if anyone's seen that, as Jean Ralphio. Jean Ralphio. The uh kind of best friend of Azizanzari's character, whose name I can't remember right now. And also Bojack Horseman. Yes, he was, he was um Rudebeger in Bojack Horseman. I was like, why is Rudebeger voicing Sonic? But then Remi- it was that guy. Remind the listeners who Rudebeger is in Bojack. So in the, I think the second season or third season of Bojack, Princess Carolyn gets a new colleague at her agent at her agency, and it's just the bunny. So basically, he's gone from playing a bunny to a hedgehog. Oh, he's, he's moving up in the world then. <laughs> I, or moved down because Rudebeger is actually taller than Sonic. But uh, Boom. He, he mostly does voice stuff, animation. Does Dewey in the new version of Ducktales. He's Leonardo in the new Turtles new show. New version of DuckTales. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, like, uh, both those shows are, like, they're based on old cartoons, but they have squarish animation, and everyone talks like they're a comedian on Twitter. <laughs> so you know us, basically, I mean? when me and Dylan try and be funny. No, it's yeah. like a proper, st- a pro- like, uh, that weird kind of, what's the right way of describing this? Like, kind of really nerdy, unfunny, pseudo-sarcasm thing voice people have on Twitter. Yeah, I think you nailed it there. Yeah, pseudo sarcasm. Yeah, just Arcade Attack's Twitter account, basically. <laughs> Lol. Sorry, Dylan. Lol. That's my fault. Lol. Uh, yeah, Tom's wife was played by a woman called Tika Sumter. Like, um, I actually well, let's talk about this as we go through. Like, what did everyone think of like Ben Schwartz as a Sonic voice? 
Perfect. Spot on. I thought it was good. Uh, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I mean, see, he'd, he'd never voiced Sonic before, but it, it fit, didn't it? It fit. You know what? I don't even know what Sonic really should sound like, so why not? I think it sounded a bit like the original cartoon Sonic, but mm. better. That, like, the guy did that voice, Jaleel White, who was Urkel, was yes, in, yeah, on yeah. TV, was just too annoying. Like, I thought he kind of got the tone pretty good. Uh, a woman called Tika Sumter was Tom's wife. In the film. I've I thought never she seen was good. her before. She was pretty good. I've mm, never yeah. seen her in anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, didn't recognise her either. She was quite cheerful and happy and nice. Yeah, she was just good. Like I thought, she you know, like she hit all the marks. It kind of, yeah. Plus, she was pretty, not you know, open. She wasn't kicking up too much of a fuss. Considering <laughs> the circumstances, <laughs> so Adrian likes his women. Kicking <laughs> <laughs> up too much of. I mean, there's a blue hedgehog <laughs> in the house. Too much of a fuss. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> What like uh, basically Tom is the sheriff in this film uh, of the small town. Do you know what it reminded me of, Rob? Copland a bit because you know Stallone's <laughs> in the small town and he's like, oh, good, I'm better than this. He's just sleepy police town. We'll get onto the plot later on. Oh, okay, but <laughs> so Stallone could have played. Could you imagine? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> What's going? <laughs> Let's go, Sonic. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, the other kind of member of the police force is a guy called Wade, played by. Adam Pally, who was also in a oh, big blockbuster. I need you to tell me because I recognised him, but I couldn't place him. Adam Pally stand-up comedy. I no. think he does. May have done some stand-up. I know him best from a great sitcom called Happy Endings. It's like Friends, but much faster and better and darker. I'd heavily recommend it. But you might know him from Iron Man Three. He's the guy in the truck, isn't he? Yes, with the, t- the really bad tattoo of Tony <laughs> yep. Stark. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I thought he was very good in that <laughs> film and very good in this film. Keith yes, has that same was, tattoo, don't you, Keith? <laughs> no, because he was kind of the bumbling idiot, but lovable little sidekick, wasn't he? And uh, obviously the big name in the film. We'll get on to his performance later on, I think. But Jim Carrey is Robotnik. Yep. Mm-hmm. His first film in four years. He's been in a TV show called Kidding, where he plays like a troubled kids TV entertainer called, I find this really funny, Mr. Pickles. Because it was a TV show called Mr. Pickles about a murderous satanic dog. I was going to say, yeah, it's a dog's name, Mr. Pickles. Yeah. Uh, his last big film came out in 2011, Mr. Popper's Penguins. Yeah. Wow. He's kind of had a rough time of it since then. Like, he ended up, he was in Kick-Ass 2. Yeah. Like, kind of a He was good role. in that. I but thought. he ended up bad-mouthing it, like, in the media yeah. because he, th- that it was, he said it was too, too violent. Too violent. Mm. Mm. Uh, he was in Dumb- the sequel to Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber yeah. 2 in 2014. Did anyone see that? Yeah, I've seen it. It doesn't hit the mark like the first one. The first one's, I think, part of the time, it was the right time for Dumb and Dumber, not Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, it's not aged that well, the original. Mm, I still like it, but I yeah, it's still been in the right mood. Uh, yeah, now best known for doing weird paintings and just generally being weird on social media. I know he's had a t- I don't want to speak too much of his social life, but I know he's had a bit of a tough time. I think his partner died and stuff, and I know he's, you know. He's had a lot of tough time. He's, t- he's probably just taking some time out to recharge the old batteries. Mm. Uh, anyway, this film was originally intended for a November 2019 release. The trailer came out in April last year. Mm. And how did that do? Give us a reminder. Yeah, my eyes. <laughs> Everyone literally said that. Basically. But on Twitter, but on Twitter and Facebook oh, and everything that we hear at home. Oh, it was terrifying. It was possibly savage, like no trailer I've ever seen, mm. ever. And basically ratio to oblivion on social media. I think, uh, did we, we were talking about when this was announced. We'll kind of have a call back to, uh, that kind of thing. But we actually had, um, a podcast on it when it was announced. Did we actually mention the trailer except in passing? 
We never saw that. I think it's before the trailer we did the. I mean, afterwards. No. I, no, we never. No, I don't think so. Did full critique and. Or did we? I don't even know. I'm I can't sure. remember what I said ten minutes ago. I don't know. <laughs> but I think I think we can say reactions were overwhelmingly negative. Fair. I think one of the uh, references was Cat in the Hat. That Mike Myers mm. version of Cat in the Hat. He's had a few stinkers, isn't he, old Mike Myers? Well, he's kind of semi-retired as well. But anyway, they had to redo all the animations to make it look more like the game version. It took five months to do, apparently. This is according to the internet. How much did it cost? How much did the ratio... So how much did the budget actually go up? Oh, you said 97 million? 95 for overall budget. So it was originally 70 million? Apparently it only cost $5 million. And I think they did a really good job. Ooh. I do. To redo yeah. Sonic from scratch and yep. redo some of those scenes. I mean, like the the original, uh, I was kind of reading online. Like, apparently, the big thing that was the, the studio just thought, well, the like the fan, the hardcore fans are going to hate the new design, but it's going to be fine anyway because he, Sonic needs to look like he fits into a real world setting, which <gasps> obviously was v- uh, a very bad sense. idea. Yeah. But apparently, the original version, the nightmarish original version, was based on a very popular film character for the last few years, CGI animal character. Uh, also, uh, real life CGI thing. Anyone? Uh, it's on the no, tip of my tongue. A name that um, some of us around the circle might know more than o- intimately more than others in real life. What cats? Who have you, I who met? You know called <laughs> cats. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was be, Ted. Yes. Oh, Ted. Keith got it. How many is based on Ted? Which I can't see at I all. I can't see it because Ted looked like a teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I kind of looked at the original and uh, the new version and sort of watched a video about it, and I count 11 distinct changes between old Sonic and new Sonic. Ooh. Um, I can go through them, or you can take a guess. You can take well, guesses. the eyes were a big one. Yeah, the uh, eyes were changed from human-like eyes to a much bigger and more cartoony, yeah. almost joined-up design. Legs were shorter. Bigger pupils than iris is close to grass than forest green. Um, legs, I don't know if they were shorter, but... They were less muscular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that freaky poster? When he was on the bridge. Was, yeah, on Golden Gate Bridge. With his muscly legs. There was a picture muscly, of um, blue legs. Kieran Tierney on the Arsenal training uh, recently in, in uh, Dubai. He's got legs like that, muscly. That's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Thanks, Adrian. I imagine many footballers have. Yeah, but no, Kieran Tierney, if you want to see some muscly legs. Dude, Stuart Pearce, if you want to go left back, <laughs> muscly legs. I'm sorry. But yeah. do either of them have blue legs? Only if it's cold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, any... Um, um, the, the mouth, the teeth and gums. Didn't yeah. You? The whole mouth was... The yes, whole... they knocked out all Sonic's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I stole that from Conan. Um, no, they, uh, his kind of his jawline was um, kind of adjusted to make the teeth smaller and less obvious okay. to us. Um, anything yeah, else? I'm sure his trainers were rubbish in the original. Yeah, they? the shoes and socks are much bigger and more cartoony. They have mm. white stripes on them. Rather than like, they were actually used to, they were realistic running shoes before. Ugh. I know it's terrible. In fact, like, um, they're actually Puma, they're real Puma shoes. Like, we were talking, me and Dylan were talking about this in the pub. Well, in the actual on. film or the old one? No, Puma made actual shoes like that, but they've only made five, like, kind of pairs of the ones where Sonic is wearing in the film. Though, for some reason, like, they actually have a whole range of Sonic stuff, but you can't actually buy those shoes. Oh. It's like the Back to the Future shoes. Remember, they released them um, a few years ago, and there's mm. limited editions. They're worth millions. Well, not, I wouldn't say millions, but thousands. Well, these are going to be worth thousands upon thousands, but why would you not release them? I don't know. It's, we were talking about this earlier on. Like, it's crazy. One, Kid sizes as well. 
Dylan was like, Adrian so knows about money. Adrian teaches people about business. He should know the answer to this. Answer it, Adrian. Why are they not releasing the Sonic shoes in the shops? Well, is, actually, no, they might. Demand? It, it might be teasing a little bit and they might test the waters and say, well, and in a weird way, people might kick up such a storm on, on, on the internet that they might release them. And everyone's like, oh, look, they, they folded, but it could be a bit, a bit of a master plan. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, like they have a range of Sonic shoes and clothing, but it did not look good. We but then you you try, you should really release it before or ju- just as soon as the film drops to really catch the the wave. You would argue, yeah. So yeah. it's it's not decision. Uh, yeah. Anyway, just to go through the rest. Uh, his hands have gloves on instead of looking like human kind of mm. hedgehog hands. The fur fur is slightly lighter blue and looks softened. The spikes are thicker. Uh, the nose is smaller and the shape is rounder. There are no visible nostrils. <laughs> no nostrils. No nostrils. Sonic doesn't have nostrils. Uh, his body shape is curvier, less spindly and straightened. Um, talk about like the kind of the limbs. The old Sonic had like kind of defined muscles and human shaped arms and legs where they're more, they're kind of cartoony in this one. Uh, his ears are bigger. Um, yeah. his skin is more tan. Like it looked, was like kind of a weird cream color before. More defined eyebrows. You can express more expressions than just shock. Ugh, that face. <laughs> and uh, lastly, the mouth is more cartoony, right? Like, so it kind of goes around. So instead of being permanently positioned in the same place a human mouth would be. Man, don't you was... wish? I know it's, I don't want to talk about the movie plot or such, but there could be a scene they could add it in going where they have to, like a, a police guy said, this is what we think the hedge looks like. And the oh, picture they showed yeah, yeah. could have been the old sign, nice. like an in-joke. Yeah. That would have been great. Yeah. Been good. That doesn't happen in the film, unfortunately. Uh, no. Spoiler. You didn't say a spoiler before you said, before you revealed that. <laughs> Music was done by... Yeah, spoilers for things that don't happen in the film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spoiler, this didn't happen. Sorry. Music for the film was done by someone I think all three of you would have heard of. Junkie XL. Doesn't go by that name Tom anymore. Holkenborg. Yes. yes. Best known for... Little less conversation, little more action. Tom Flickitude. What? Flickitude. Uh, yeah, he redid that kind of song, had a massive number one hit with it after it was used in... A Nike football advert. Nike World Cup. World Cup, yeah, with um, Thierry Henry, uh, etc. No uh, Kieran Tierney, unfortunately. Yeah, it was the one where like there are teams of three and they're like kind of playing the little goals and... Oh, yeah, I used to love that advert because I used to think, who's the best team? And I was pretty biased towards the Henry team. Of course you were. Yeah. Uh, yeah, now, now there's lots of film scores. Did Mad Max Fury Road, Deadpool, Batman Superman, New Tomb Raider... Terminator Dark Fate, another Tim Miller film. Um, and also a few games like Madden NFL 2016, FIFA 18. Right. Boom. Uh, while we're on the subject, because we probably will never get back to it again, what did everyone think of Terminator Dark Fate? Never seen it. Haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah was it no, 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 no. Apparently lots of Having people Having heard seen it. about what it does to, you know, the, all of the story the within the first five minutes of the film. I'm I think we can say what it is now the film's been out long enough. Was it crap? You, guys, you don't even want to t- talk about I'm, it. Do you? I, I don't really. I'm just going to kind of pretend it's not happening. But it was directed by what's his face? Tim Miller, Tim Deadpool. All oh, right, sorry, but, ri- but produced, produced by what's his face? Cameron, exec produced yeah. it, I think. It would. Just, <laughs> it looks like a bad film. Like I kind of. It's, I don't understand why they would kind of make um, Sarah Connor into like this kind of superhero, and she's like sixty. It, it's weird. It would be like if. If like Stallone was in kind of a normal film when he was younger, but he was it was like if Rocky suddenly could like was fighting off aliens, it would just be it was weird. <laughs> That's Rocky Seven. Rocky versus coming. aliens. <laughs> Rocky with genius. With, with Stallone's <laughs> gonna hear this podcast and he'll yeah. be like, That's it. Rock like could do <laughs> we bring out the robots again. It's like somehow 
Rocky was was like really hard when he was younger, <laughs> but now he's incredibly more hard. Now he's like sixty. Rocky versus Predator. Well, it's all the raw eggs he eats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, to uh, <laughs> if we can change something a little bit, what did everyone think of the film? I thought it was crap. <laughs> no, you didn't. Nice. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, I love. Give me more. More, yeah, more, 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 more. Arcade Attack are going to go on the record. We're going to be the first ones to say this. The Sonic the Hedgehog film is good. It is. Yeah. Do we give good. it a green thumb up? What percentage would you give it, Keith? I'm interested to hear. Well, my son Nicky, who came with us, gave it 200% mm-hmm. out of 100. And how old is Nicky? Nine. There you go. <laughs> so he knows. So in fact, he nine so- times 200 so- is 1,800%. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need to know. Do the math. No, I love the film. I thought it was enjoyable, fun, you know, a little bit silly, but in a good way. Mm. And it didn't take itself too seriously. And it, it was the right tone. Because when I watched yes. Pikachu, Detective Pikachu... I, I love the visuals, but I almost thought they were trying to make the film a little bit too convoluted and a bit too, oh, look at this crazy detective yeah. story. It wasn't really targeting the right people. It almost tried too hard. Well, I think Sonic lowered it down a bit, mm. but that, that hit the right note in my view. It did. It did. Yeah. It was a good family film. Um, I was. I, we're not going to go into the plot points just yet, but at the very beginning, I was a little bit worried that they were going to go for the old heartstrings a bit too much too soon. You know, this is Sonic, you know, he's supposed to be wise ass, he's supposed to be fun, but it, it didn't, you yeah. know, so we'll, we'll go into that. Bit it almost went on, down the mum issues, dad yeah. issues, friend issues. I was worried room. about that, but they, it didn't. So that was, every, was, that every kid's movie seems to go down these days, but no. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about that when the trailers were on the cinema and just like every kind of film that a trailer for, one of the like, there's the daddy issues. Dad like is dead, film. or even Dad Pete, even hates Peter him, Rabbit or, too. Yeah. Yeah. Peter Rabbit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like, oh, I used to be friends with your dad who's dead. Like, you know, come on. I mean... You you're know. my real dad, human man. <laughs> why can't... Yeah, why can't, like... Why can't be, you be a monster alien and listen to truck? Why can't movie where there is yeah. a stable, like, parents there? What, what, what is this, like, need in Hollywood to kind of kind of milk this oh no he's an orphan or whatever thing kind of uh thing. well basically every time you kind of have a question about why is hollywood why are hollywood films like this you have to remember the kind of people who greenlight these films are kind of oh, like twats no, sorry. well they're like they're kind of wealthy um workaholic like middle-aged men for the most part that's why so many films among other things about like kind of workaholic dads who never kind of get to see their children or families. True. Mrs. Doubtfire in a, a nutshell. Liar, liar. Like so many. Another character. So film. many. Sort of, especially like nineties. Oh, it's always films. like, oh, dad's not around, yeah. isn't it? Like, oh, dad's oh, not dad, around. Yeah. Screw it. Jingle all the way. Some dads Sorry, are around. Me. Some dad took a whole year off work to look after <laughs> his son. So these things happen sometimes. You know. Sometimes it's all right. Yeah, I mean, like, I kind of, we were horrified by the original trailer, but I, mm. once they kind of redid it, I saw the new trailer, I just looked at it and thought, this looks like it could be pretty good. Yeah. Mm. And I've, I kind of saw some of the reviews before this, I think. I tried not to read them, yeah. I saw headlines. I think I got two stars in The Guardian. Uh, the AV Club gave it a D plus, which Ugh. is... Ooh. Screw The Guardian. Screw the, what was that? The, the AV, AV Club. Club. Oh, screw yeah. them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like, i got to say, I thought it was... I just thought it was a very good film. Mm. Like I wasn't, I didn't go in there expecting the Seventh Seal. So <laughs> and dude, you see not. a lot of films. Like Rob, Rob sees a lot of films, yeah. so he knows a good movie. I when, we, when I knew we were all going to see it, it was Rob's reaction that I was really interested to see. Yeah, 
because I knew we would appreciate it. The rest it. of us would no, just... Bit, but Rob, you, yeah, yeah. Rob maybe looks at films, especially with a much more critical eye. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yep, and the yep, fact yep. that he enjoyed it says a lot. That's mm-hmm. that's true. But like, I think there's more than one way to see a film. Like, I kind true. of I really enjoyed Cats. And not, you know. Okay, now what? Now, <laughs> everyone hates Rob. Now yeah, Rob's opinion. No, but like, can't comment. Cats is not. It's, it's, Cats is not a Citizen Kane type of film. You have to go. Like, I watched the trailer and just thought this is going to be a trippy, like weird, screwed up mess, and that's what it was. You got to pretend to be a cat. Do you know what? This is a good point, and this is something to do with like modern movies. Films. A lot of films that I enjoy get slated by the critics, but I just think to myself, what did you expect? Mm. Right. I know. The Transformers films are not going to win any awards. Yes. Um, but, if actually you, cry, but if you cry take, at Dark of the Moon, though. There you go. But <laughs> if you take... I nearly did in the cinema. If you, if you take the them for... Especially the first couple. If you take them for what they are, they're big, dumb action movies. Yeah. And what it's, it's almost like some critics can't let themselves enjoy things. That's fine if you dislike Michael Bay's movies and you dislike the... But it's it, I, I get this feeling sometimes that people or reviewers go into certain films or with their minds already made up. Like, yeah. I am not going to like this, and mm-hmm. so I'm going to give it a bad review regardless. Yep. They won't allow themselves. It's about me when I watch a chick flick. Like, well, I th- I think I'm going to hate this chick flick. And I'm like, oh, I yeah. really love Bridget Jones. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's Bridget. more that mentally they probably have half the review written before they go in. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know... That's I, what I mean with this. If if you, you know, you know what you expect. I knew what to expect from it. Mm. And I hoped that they did Sonic proud. And I came away satisfied. I mean, I've got to be honest. I had low expectations for this going in. I mm. liked the trailer. I thought, oh, this could be pretty good. But I mean, uh, at this point, like, you know, there, this is... Sonic kind of, this kind of fits into a pre-existing model. You get hold of some established kids' TV IP. You kind of render the character in CGI, have them get up to hijinks with human co-stars. And like in theory, you kind of cash in the nostalgia of parents while creating a new market for the character with kids. I mean, like mm-hmm. Sonic does fit into that, like kind of that, that kind of thing. I mean, Scooby Doo mm-hmm. is kind of an earlier attempt, but now the formula has been refined. You can see, you know, like Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Smurfs, both big hits, both had sequels. Yogi Bear did that. It didn't really work. Um, I actually watched the trailer for that and prep for this kind of podcast. I thought Sonic would be along similar lines, like to those kind of films. And, uh, man, that trailer, like, that film as a whole, the CGI is so bad. Not the fact, not even the fact the bears are, the bears are badly rendered, but they just do not hook up with the human co-stars at all. Mm. Like, you just, you, they're looking, the human co-stars are looking at places other than the bears. They aren't really responding to them. Everything's like a second too late. I gotta say, one of the things I liked about this, you could feel the chemistry between, like, yeah. the sonic kind of sprite yeah, I, and the co-stars. And, yeah, I mean, you've got to give, the actors massive props for that i mean james marsden he's on screen with i mean i don't know what would they use what they use big, in that instance just to be like cotton wool was it like tennis ball on the end of a stick or something probably the guy that's on the lord of the rings he's done circus, it before you know? I don't, he, I guess it might not be a film you guys have seen called hop hop yeah I've seen russell that, brand yeah. voices the easter bunny yeah. but it's not you know very similar so he has a lot of interaction with him so he's obviously got experience but yeah, he, you know, he made it all very believable. Um, so full credit to him for that. And then obviously the animators and everyone involved with the, the CGI side of it. Yeah, but like but there's it kind was of, believable. there is like an established kind of pattern to this. You kind of attract, attack a straight man acting as sympathetic woman, like, you know, somebody who's in the thirties, like kind of hot, but not kind of dreamboat hot and have them like, you know, have them make a family with the other kind of character. Mm. And my theory is that subconsciously, it appeals to the parents who used to imagine they were friends of those characters when they were small children. 
Not that, not that applies in this case. No, not uh, at all. But yeah, kind of like to go into a rough outline of the plot, if anyone hasn't seen it. Um, James Marsden is a local small town sheriff called uh, Tom Wachowski. We thought that could be a play on Tom Kalinsky. Yes. A reference. It's, a, a, it's reference. a stretch, but come on. It's a bit of a stretch. It's a stretch, I'll but allow it's, it. uh, we'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow well, it. They could have called him Kachowski, but it's Wachowski. Kachowski. Yeah, so. yeah, and um, he kind of he's in a small town, and uh, he's dreaming. What's a small town called, Rob? Green Hills. It's called Green Hills, Yay. yeah. Thanks for reminding me. And uh, Sonic is... Ba- I'm not going to... You know, we won't go into specific plot details, but... Not until the spoiler section of the podcast. Yeah, Sonic is kind of living in this town, and he gets noticed by an evil government agency. No, no not really an evil government agency, like... But they get noticed by the government agency, and... Uh, their kind of main science guy, who the government makes cl- the government guys make clear right at the beginning of the film, <laughs> is a nutter, <laughs> and called Doctor Robotnik, uh, played by Jim Carrey, comes to like kind of hunt him down. Um, I was a bit disappointed then actually go into why he was called Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, I'm not buying that. That's his. There are a few trains of thoughts on that. There are a few trains of thoughts on that because uh, obviously in some territories he was just Eggman. Full stop. But they do remember they the do original, call him Eggman. Do you quite remember well. the original sort of origin thing from the yeah? The see, I remember Doctor Ovi Kinterbor. Ovi Kinterbor with the bad egg and yeah. the the spinny. Yeah. Nuclear Where did thing. we get that from? Is it in the like the the Sonic, the Sonic the manual or was it in the comic? Oh, it was no, in the Sonic comic. the comic because I think we yeah. all had that first issue of Sonic the Comic. Ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Ovi Kinterbor. Because you're like, oh, there's going to be a Sonic the Comic. Oh, we got to buy it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Rotten <laughs> Egg, what? <laughs> yeah, I thought Carrie was really good in this. Obviously, the first time I've seen him was something new in a long time. Mm. But, man, you just watch that and he's such a pro. It's like proper full-on kind of Jim Carrey oh, in the face back, and the movements. You know? he, he overacts, but in a good way because he, he steals the... He has sh- to. No, but yeah, he, he steals the screen, doesn't thing. he? That's his I was concerned as well because I... The last thing I saw him in was Kick-Ass 2, and I thought he... I know it sounds like a weird thing to say about Jim Carrey, but I felt like he overdid it. Eh? With that yeah. character, yeah. No, yeah, I I he, went, well. he pushed it too far. I, I, didn't, I didn't really enjoy him in that. Because it was too much for that film, for that kind of yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, that his kind of cartoony performance was perfect for this. Yeah, and I think he played off Marsden really good in the scenes there together. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's this kind of great bit where like he's in his kind of like huge truck and he's like in front of this background and he's he's like kind of he's pretending to ski in front of the ski <laughs> background yeah. and he's like he's trying to pretend to run, run like from away from this dinosaur yeah. and there ah oh, it's it's so good the physical comedy is so good. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, man, I gotta say I thought just thought it was a really well done film. It was fun. It hit all the nostalgia buttons. Like, there are kind of lots of little references, which mm-hmm. you're a fan of the original games, you'll get. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, I was going to say, so, oh, yeah, like the Sonic, the Sonic character, I liked, like, I enjoyed it. He was not annoying the way he was in the cartoons. Mm-hmm. He was, yeah. like, you can imagine, like, he was appealing. Like, I mm-hmm. kind of, you know, you kind of remind, remind a little bit of why you liked Sonic when mm. you were that age in the first place. Mm-hmm. Really enough, like, because, yeah, you, Keith, age, like, you had kind of really young kids go, and they were about the same age as we were when Sonic the Hedgehog came out the first time. I was time. nine the first time I played Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. So it's quite, yeah, it's kind of quite strange to take in Nicky today. Um, and he, he loves Sonic. You know, he's been playing the games and watching cartoons and stuff. Yeah. The more recent ones, just Sonic Booms and stuff. Um, so he was really excited to go and see it. But, yeah, I think with Sonic, and they, they did they did do it well, he was always supposed to be, oh, uh, this 
teenager with attitude. But they didn't overdo that again. Like they just struck the right. Yeah, he had a bit of an attitude, but it wasn't like it wasn't full uh, on poochie. He wasn't obnoxious. <laughs> yes. He wasn't obnoxious. He was likable, yeah. but he was cool. I think they've done it really. They've done it really well. Just getting that balance, so he's going to appeal to kids and he's yeah. not going to annoy <laughs> everyone else. Also, like I don't think I'm going to be spoiling anything here, but um, mm. I one of the things I really liked about you could feel there was this kind of dichotomy between Sonic and the Robotnik characters in the sense of, like. Robotnik kind of and Sonic are both isolated from their surroundings because of their kind of like specialness, if Mm. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like Sonic is even like at the kind of the intro, because they have a brief intro story about how he kind of comes to Earth, Mm. etc. And, um, you know, like it's like you, he has to kind of hide his kind of powers and Mm -hmm. because he's much faster than anyone else. He's kind of isolated in this. He lives in Green Hills, but he can't make himself known. Yeah. Whereas Robotnik is smarter than everyone else on Earth, and therefore, but he chooses to isolate himself. Mm-hmm. It's that interesting, yeah, like kind of contrast between the two. to everyone. Yeah, that's good. Didn't think of that. Yeah, mm. they almost stand out from the crowd a bit, don't they, from the film? But they, yeah, they bash heads very well. Yeah, I bash just... heads very well. That's a good. That's a good saying. I love that saying. Yeah. yeah so uh, before we kind of go into the spoiler bits and talk about the specific plot points spoilers. and references, um, anyone else? Anyone want to give a general like uh, summation of your thoughts? Good family movie. Lots yeah. really faint praise. Lots of <laughs> hold on. I'm going. I'm going <laughs> getting started. I'm just getting started. One for Sonic aficionados and. Not aficionados. Aficionados. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, it's got lots of laughs, lots of action. You'll feel very entertained at the end of the 90 minutes. Where it was. It's entertaining and it wasn't too long, which nope. films always seem to be these days. Yeah, it didn't like... Oh, <laughs> didn't drag. Like, oh here's another one. Critique long. again. Critique from the nine-year-old. Um, he asked me how long it was afterwards. Mm. I said, um, I think it was about, I don't know, about an hour and 45, something like that. And he said, it felt like 20 minutes. Oh. Yeah, so but, there you go. To a kid. To a kid. To a kid. (laughs) That seemed like not very long. So. What I liked about it actually as well is there's a lot of different characters. There's obviously the main characters you spoke about, but even the side characters, there's all a little bit of charm about them, like that crazy guy. Yeah. You know, the the deputy. Adam Pally, yeah. Oh, and are you talking about the, what was his name? The Blue Devil dude. Yeah. And Crazy Carl. Crazy Carl. Even, everything, every character, even if it was a minimal role, kind of had their sort of, it's just disapproving the, sister-in-law. Yeah, oh, yeah. there was a face of sister was, was funny. funny. Yeah. Oh, I loved her kid as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kid, yeah she yeah, was. Yeah. She had charisma. She had, she was a good actress actually. I thought. Yeah, I felt like the acting kind of all across the board was good. Yeah. Mm. Obviously, that like Marsden's a straight man. We were saying Paul Rudd was kind of in the frame, but actually, I thought Marsden probably he wasn't too jokey. Mm-hmm. Like I thought he kind of yeah. hit that mark of like he felt like a real person. I felt like everyone Mark in the is film, getting, hot, getting hit a lot today. Even if, even if they were mm. kind of like uh, kind of a little bit cliche because like there's nothing really that original in the movie. No. Even no. like the kind of Sonic's living on a ca- in a cave at the beginning and we were like saying it's a Lost Boys cave. <laughs> yeah. You look at that you like the Lost Boys cave. Yeah, but I mean like there's nothing really that original about it but it's it's, it's done so done well, well. I think yeah. there's such a good balance about the film in general is what I really liked. Like the characters the writing, the plot, like the plot just moves along exactly, almost exactly mm. the right pace. And, um, man, I just thought it was such a well put together film. I was really impressed and I had really low expectations. But, like, you know, as kind of, there are two main markets for this. There are eight, nine year olds, like that age kind of group. And mm. there are people our age who are watching it for nostalgia reasons. And me, mm-hmm. man, for me, hit all the nostalgia marks. And there was just nothing wrong. With, there was nothing wrong with it. There was nothing bad about it. Yeah. 
There was nothing there bad was about nothing the bad. film. No, Plus I mean like there's two hundred percent. But like usually, kind of in a family <clears throat> film, there's something like you roll your eyes at and go, "Ugh," yes. or yes. like too schmaltzy, or yeah, or the yeah, enemies. Oh, I've never seen this before. Yeah, or the, the main enemies are just ridiculously over the top. And the Jim Carrey was, but in a good way. I think. Well, there's like a really awful slapstick like kind of scene, and you think, oh, like, "Ugh." Yeah, like, yeah. It's there's nothing of that. Like the film, I thought maybe was pitched more toward adults than kids. Really enough, like. But I thought it it worked for me. It worked. I think it was kid friendly. I wouldn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not something you would see and go that is out and out a kids film. Plus, um, I reckon the bar scene was a highlight. That was brilliant. Yeah, we'll uh, get onto that in um, the other oh, side yeah. of the spoiler. Oh, it's hard, but, isn't it, not to go over into yeah. the spoiler territory? But uh, should we get into that now? Should we uh, have like a f- five seconds of dead air and then? Or should get we just onto say it? spoilers for five seconds? And no, then... we'll just we'll have five seconds of dead air and then like we'll get on to the next. <laughs> this bit. is your spoiler warning. This is spoiler warning number ten. Tails! 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 Yeah, we'll, uh, man, that, that would have shut out all the mics. And not like that would have been Distortorama. Oh, yeah, yeah, it would have gone yeah. mad. It's all right, I'll, I'll sort that afterwards. Yeah, just worry. like in the film with the whole, when the electricity went down. That's what almost Seriously, happened in the cinema. Seriously, when the cinema was like, Tails! And the electricity went down and we're like, Tails! Okay, so now we can kind of get into the, uh, kind of plot in more detail. Mm. Um, obviously, like kind of uh, Sonic is comes from. They didn't call it Mobius, but it's kind they, of they, they, yeah, another planet. Yeah, another planet. And like. um, he has this bag of oh, like I love that bit at the beginning, going back to the very beginning where they have the Paramount logo, and instead of the oh, stars, there's rings yes. going around, and we were like, yep. it's like the bonus level from Sonic Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it made the noise, the ring sound as well. Ding, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, just so many great callbacks. Like I love the fact that. And in like Sonic's little kind of bachelor pad, oh, yeah. his bachelor pad cave, they have a street sign of like Hilltop Zone. Yes. yes. And oh man, I, I just, I love the callbacks. Like the bit where right at the, the end, they have like the Green Hill music. Yep. Green Hill yes. Yes. Well, music. Oh, at the end when they're decorating the room. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, like anyone else have a favorite callback? There was there were small things. I don't know if you guys noticed when Robotnik was resetting the fuses in his lorry, and one of that they all had little um. Handwritten notes next to him, like you do for this is the kitchen yeah, yeah, fuser. Yeah. The one at the top that he didn't flip said "badniks." Said what? Badniks. Oh, badniks. Yeah, that's what all the little nice. robots with the fluffy animals are nice. in the game. Yeah, yeah. Actually, something I should have said in like um, in the original kind of thing. Well, uh, the pre-spoiler bit. One of the things I really liked about the film is that it was very anti-military-industrial complex and very oh, anti-like yeah. kind of AI. Had a bit too much uh, commercialization, ab- like obvious advertising for me, but... But I really want to go and see Olive really Garden is. right mm. now. Like there's something, there's something after watching that <laughs> film. Bottomless, what like, is it? Bottomless pasta bowl. Bottomless pa- pasta bowl. <laughs> well, mean, while reading Flash mag- uh, Flash I'd have comics. to go 4,000 miles to get to one. And drive in my Toyota 4x4. Yeah. I don't think yeah. the Flash <laughs> comics thing was a buy-in like that. Was obviously like a yeah, very kind of kind direct sense, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, because yeah. he's yeah. fast. Yeah, we know. We get it. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, just so many, so many good things. So that the like? rings now. This is the, now, as far as I know, I played most Sonic games, mm. but the rings have never before acted as a portal, have they? Ooh, or have uh, they? end of Sonic One in the every time you finish a level. If you go oh, to, to the rings. bonus stage, yeah. to the bonus stage. Oh yeah. That's what they've got it from. Okay. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sonic is like a little pouch of rings, and these rings can take him to another dimension. Mm. He just has to think of where he wants to go as well. And like, pretty cool. Yeah, and kind of, obviously, like, after you kind of go... Man, I, he was like... We were feeling a bit 
for Sonic when he was lonely and kind oh, of doing yeah, for sure. But I was also thinking, what would a film be like where Sonic was just playing every part? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he did in the baseball done very well, wasn't he? Yeah, and um, and the baseball. But didn't you think that owl was a bit weird? Where did that owl come from? Is there an owl in any? The that... owl is like his mum, isn't it? Yeah, but, yeah, but is, like is that a mom. completely new character or is it the Zelda owl? That's mm. what I want to know. Keith, you you should I probably know recall... this more than anyone else in here. Okay, yeah, Keith, you've yeah, seen the I cartoons. Yeah, what's no, the owl? I don't remember any. I don't recall any owl. owls from Sonic, but I, I can't believe I forgot to ask this before before the jump. Adrian, were you not disappointed by the film because it wasn't based on Face Off? Yeah. I thought you wanted a face-off mimic where, like, Robotnik would rip off his face to then become Sonic. Is that the kind of thing you wanted? That, that was your what? idea. Nick. Is that what you wanted? Yeah, that's the sequel. That was my idea, was it? Yeah, I think my idea was to have it based I think on got equilibrium. A bit drunk that episode, <laughs> unlike this one, for instance. But, uh, but yeah, like you know, kind of obviously they go on a road trip. Tom and Sonic go on the road trip, and I, man, I was really buying the buddy movie energy between them. They had some good energies, yeah. man. But it was like, oh, oh, it's just Sonic. That the bit where um, you think Sonic's dead, yeah, and he's like Robotnik's mm. lording it up. There was then, a like, big, Sonic... ch- you, there was like a big chunk of him had burnt out mm. of like or been ripped out, and then like Sonic was like, and he just like came back to life, and all the sparks started flying. Yeah, I was like, oh man, I was like welling up. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is it, man. This is where he kicks his ass. This is it, man. That's how Adrian feels every time he watches a Rocky or Creed film. <laughs> that that <laughs> was the bit. Time. The bit where except <laughs> yeah. Apollo Creed didn't get up, bro. Apollo Creed no. didn't get up, bro. You didn't say spoiler. He didn't know that. He, he turns it off at that point because he doesn't want to watch no, see what happens. No, just, no. just in case spoiler he dies. for Rocky Four. Sorry, no, Apollo <laughs> yeah. Creed doesn't get up, bro. Yeah, he stays down. No. So, but I mean, like, oh, the difference bit, is oh. Sonic was lying still and Apollo Creed was jerking uncontrollably. Oh, apparently, no, that's no, that very accurate. I can apparently, see the twitching. Oh, the twitching was Don't awful. Do that to man. me now. No, that, that's awful because obviously that's what if someone like that, why didn't he throw in the towel? Why didn't he throw in the towel? Sorry, sorry. Because he told him not to, didn't he? Yeah, he said. No, but... No, but he should have done. still being in there? I know, man. I know, but then he wouldn't... Oh, there's a lot of... <laughs> let, next time on the Rocky Four podcast... Next we'll, time. We'll, next we'll time. talk about that. I but, like the way that some of the jokes on... You know, they played on Sonic Speed as well. Like when he tells him that San Francisco is west. So in the space of two seconds, he runs all the way to the ocean <laughs> to the and ocean. back again. Yeah. yeah he like, up with a fish on his head. I love that. Oh, that poor slides. fish. <laughs> Yeah, some of the plot Fish. points were a little bit cliched, like uh, Tom wants to go to San Francisco to um, save lives or something, but it's like, I've seen what San Francisco is like in 2020, like you're basically going to be going after junkies, picking up syringe needles and like human feces and that kind of stuff, like, and you know, there's no way he and his vet wife would be able to afford an apartment in... Any of our San Francisco-based listeners, Rob does not speak for all four of us. Uh, no, they actually... <laughs> sure a, it's a lovely place. They had a bit um, where they kind of, they're looking on a property website that was oh, so shoehorned in as an advert for this website. <laughs> and they're like, oh, let's have a look to see where we could live. And they pulled up some with like $4,600 a month rent. It's like, there's no way you could you two could afford that ever. Well, he's an up-and-coming cop. movie, and they were clearly trying to, like, advertise that apartment. Now, someone has got that apartment. They've gone, oh, we're going to get that for, like, 4000 That's a steal. So now someone's living in it already. So also, who's going from sheriff to street cop? Why would you wouldn't do that? No one would do that in real life, would they? He needs to find himself again. <laughs> it's supposed to be a story where you... Yeah. But, I mean, so many of these, like, kind of films or family films have that kind of narrative. Mm. Or even, like, sitcom episodes. Like, you kind of... These people want something more and they kind of go back to what they were because they realize actually 
what I was, was like it's one of a life plot line, but basically kind of reproduced. Every kind of sitcom, for the most part, kind of old style traditional sitcom, uh, kind of something changes and then goes back to the way it was by the end of the episode. Mm. Resets. People yeah. realize how good they've got it and appreciate, come to appreciate what they have. And, and you pick up a friend along the way, a, a hedgehog ah. friend. Yeah. yeah. That was nice. When he picked up his bucket list and the only one he had left was to make a... Well, that's friend. how he got back to life like, oh. again, wasn't it? He said, you're my real friend, Sonic. And he got that was the energy. And he was like... Grr. Energy. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to do it. He's going to kick his ass. Oh, I loved it. Also, loved I, would quite, I think I would quite like being called Donut Lord. Donut Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was that a nod to Star Lord, do you think? I don't know. I think it was a nod to people who like donuts. <laughs> Is your name Donut Lord, Dylan? <laughs> I do. I do like a donut. Donut Lord. I mean, if you, if you I mean Lord of the Donuts. If I am called, it is behind my back. So <laughs> you'd rather be called that than Pretzel Lady. Pretzel Lady, pretzel lady. or <laughs> Kebab Boy, or you know, <laughs> some of the other ones. Yeah, no thanks. But bigger spoiler. Biggest spoiler because we can talk about spoilers. Yeah. Now. Tails, tails. Tails. Yeah, like the, uh, man, before we go on, to, just before we go on to that. Tails. How good was that 16-bit end sequence? Oh, like, yeah, they were doing the credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was massively marking out to that. And they were kind of replaying bits of the film in 16-bit yep, very Mega Drive, uh, animation. I love that. The pixel perfect. And then it? it was great because they kind of had one of the big kind of jokes is that Sonic has these rings that can go to any, like any dimension. And, uh, like, he's like, one of them is this mushroom place, right? It's all <laughs> mushrooms and there's no one else there. He's like, I don't want to go to the mushroom place. <laughs> mushroom kingdom. And obviously Robotnik, good joke. Robotnik ends up there at the, like at the end of the film, they push him through the portal and, uh, he's like, after three months, he's growing like the big, like, kind of moustache. And he's, it's, he's shaving his hair. Like, uh, he's Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now. Well, that was it. What is it? And he says as well, my, my grip on sanity is absolute, yeah. remains absolute. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, as yeah. <laughs> and he's like, his kind of his red and black flight suit, which yeah. they take, they rip the piss out of in the film is, yeah. um, Robotnik ish. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, it's like he's stuck in Mushroom Land. He goes like, 87 days. And he goes like, no, no supplies. Like, no, no one else, no science. Like no scientific thing, like an ordinary person would have perished by now. It's like mm. I'll be home by Christmas. <laughs> Such oh, a great yeah. and he will, but he'll have to contend with. I'm gonna say again, tales. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but like because uh, much like a Marvel film, the end credits are kind of broken up, yeah. and it's like they had they had the bit with like Robotnik in Mushroomland, and they had a few more credits, and then Reco- kind of reconnaissance, reconnaissance, yes. reconnaissance. Yeah. That was an arcade attack pun. That's yeah. a good pun. They've been listening. Some of the writers there have been listening to arcade attack. <laughs> yeah. Reconnaissance, quite possibly. Yeah. Reconnaissance. Um. Uh, yeah, like anyway, they kind of, they kind of go. It goes like another kind of scene, and mm. they've got like kind of go to the top of like the kind of Green Hill bit, and it was great because. Keith was on the other end of like all the kids, <laughs> and it was me, Adrian, Dillson together, and like just went all tails, 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 <laughs> and then like just kind of like a portal opens, and tails step yeah. animated CGI and tails steps out, and like it was great because three of us simultaneously went yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Dylan, you just went tails, <laughs> then a the little kid in front of you went tails. <laughs> <laughs> Then I went miles. Everyone's like, "Shut up!" <laughs> yeah, the kid, the kids in the cinema in general were proper marking out of yeah. that as well. Yeah, yeah, man, they were loving that. Like, and everyone's like, "No, of course, no, of course." Oh, no. <laughs> anyone? No, anyone? That, one person was doing that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like, uh, Tails is going to be like it's kind of set up in theory for the second one. Tails is there. He's got to find Sonic for some reason. 
Uh, Robotnik is stuck in Mushroom Land, I guess. Team up with Mario and Luigi. (laughs) (laughs) But um, but yeah, like, but we were kind of talking about this earlier on. Like that, in theory, feels like they set up the ingredients. But what would the plot actually be? Mm. We thought maybe it could involve they could bring in the Chaos Emeralds. I just think it should be like a picture of Tails drinking a can of Coke. A picture of just Tails playing some chess. Just Tails doing stuff. Just Tails. Everyone likes Tails. Tails. Sonic Two, the movie. Tails. Tails. Just Tails just walking to the park feeding the ducks. But Tails has been really irritating in pretty much every uh, cartoony adaptation of Sonic. But this Tails did not seem annoying for the five seconds that he was talking. <laughs> yes. He kind of sounded like the other ones, but not as... like And the same way Sonic kind of sounded like the other ones, like the other versions of Sonic, mm. but not as shrill or yeah. irritating. Down a bit. Mm. I mean, like... You know, say if they did choose to follow the Mega Drive Sonic 2 route, then get the old emeralds in, get a bit of Super Sonic, get a Ooh. bit of Metal Sonic, Ooh. get a bit of Death Egg, get a bit of Death Egg, get a bit of Robotnik in space, get me some, <laughs> give me something. Here's a space hedgehog after Here's all. Here's a space hedgehog. Mm-hmm. You're forgetting the best ingredient of that, the biplane. Biplane. Yes. Biplane. What's it called? Isn't it called the Tornado or something? It's got a name. I don't know. By the way, that that plane is in the animated Sonic film. Oh, okay. And so is Metal Sonic. That plane Mm. is famous. That plane gives talks at the city. (laughs) Now I'm getting confused with something else. (laughs) Bar scene? Can we talk about the bar scene? That deserves a little second. Yeah, the bar scene. The bar scene. Man, I I was cracking up where... It's great to stop there and like Tom's like whatever you do stay, stay in the, in the car, car. And, like <laughs> start literally the other side of the window and like yeah to the kind of biker bar and yeah. just every time he looks someone's doing something like cool like someone's jumping around <laughs> or the spinning bike. a bike around like, or ripping the, a car he's so like that's the coolest thing I've ever seen but like, I, I can't look at it and he looks again and every time he's looking someone is doing something cooler and man when like they're the guy who's hopping around on the bike I love that bit <laughs> I laughed out loud it yeah. was so funny it's kind of like a wheelie but a side it's hard to explain mm. it's like this is the coolest so thing like ever. Really I'm sorry, but if we were in Sonic's position, we would have gone to that bar. Let's be honest. We would have crumbled. Yeah, we'd have said, screw, screw being caught by the police. I would go to that bar. <laughs> yeah, it and then, like a lot of fun. Yeah, and then like... And they the kind fight of... looked like a lot of fun. <laughs> and just like little kind of... I The comedy bits were good. Like, I liked them when he was throwing all the darts and just cut that woman with like all the, <laughs> yeah. the water. He had the drink streaming yeah. out. And yeah. I, I quite like the kind of callback to the X-Men... Is it Days of Future Past? Yeah, Quicksilver. Yeah. Like a very the similar kind of scene, thing. yeah, slow mo thing, but it was with really, really well done with wedgies. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, like that, but with wedgies. <laughs> it was how they even calculated how everyone in that scene would have reacted to what he was doing, and it's like very clever. I mean, yeah. we have to give we have to give props. to It was the, like Matrix, but even more clever, wasn't it? Just like, very clever. Just very, and, and then obviously, like he snapped out of time, and then what's his face just ended up at the bar going, What the fuck? <laughs> Why am I? It's like bar? a normal Saturday night for you, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, I was like, What? When, it, when he wrapped those two guys up in toilet roll, like there was a little kid behind us, and then they went, Mommy, Mommy, <laughs> <laughs> Mommy. Nailed it. Those kids got the talent. Yeah. yeah, I think the biggest laugh for the kids I could see, you could hear in the back was when Sonic farted. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, the Sonic done a fart. Oh, it was a wet one as well because he just got out of the shower. Yeah, that's why I think he Bob said he had to check his fur on that. <laughs> yeah, he had to check that, his fur. It took me a second it. and a half. <laughs> when it did, oh, I yeah. laughed. Go check it, man. If but. I know the biggest laughs were for the um, child abduction jokes. Oh, yeah. When they're carrying Sonic in the holder at the end. Yeah, oh, yeah. that was yeah. really funny. Oh, no. It's, it, 
<laughs> and they just walk, they oh, just yeah. back door. It is a child. It's just not my. Is that your yeah. child? Oh no, no. it's, it's not, my child. not my child. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, like, this is worse than you had me in the like the rat cage. The cage yeah. <laughs> oh man, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I uh, again, like I would it was never a definite PG. They were couldn't have got away. Mm. I would never have thought definite that PG. like something like that would have that good or clever or funny would have been in the film, yeah. and it was. Yeah. Yeah, there were some good highlights. They nailed it. Yeah, it's well worth watching, I think. We'll see. We'll have to wait another th- two, three years at least for the sequel, aren't we? So. Yeah, I mean, like... We're going to be 40 by the time the old <laughs> sequel comes out. <laughs> uh, Thanks for that, man. <laughs> and I think there will be a sequel. Like, I don't think it's going to be another Sherlock Gnomes or Little <laughs> Prince. I, I I keep on thinking you're going to say Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Gnomes. Yeah. It's the Elton John film, isn't it? Anything with a gnome in? No, I think that was Derek the Gnome. I could be wrong. Yeah. Anything with any kids film the gnome in? It's just why would you put that in? No one wants to see a film about gnomes. Unless gnome it's is underpants a, gnomes. Gnome is such an easy <laughs> word to put in, like for other words. Yeah, so like old South Park. Gnome alone. Yeah, because the first one was Gnomeo and Juliet, wasn't Gnomeo it? That was the first and Juliet. one. Yeah. yeah. Um, gnome woman, no crime. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a film, is it? <laughs> <laughs> But not you yet. Can just not with that attitude. <laughs> but you can just switch it in. Yeah, Imagine. You, yeah, you make it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, I, th- I think it's going to do well at the box office. Like, just looking at um, early projections, I think $54 million for three days, 64 for four days. That's wow. a good opening weekend. I mean, like 95 million yeah. budget film. That's all the retro gaming guys have seen it now. <laughs> so like, it's going to plummet next week. No, I think it's going to... It's gonna do well with word of mouth because I mean the reviews are bad, but the, I think like we all liked it, and I, I feel think like word we of all... mouth so far has been positive because from what I've seen on Twitter, yeah, oh they all like oh generally great. people have said it's good. Yeah, I think it's got a good positive Critical rating by viewers on, on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, for example. Mm. We're waxing yeah. lyrical. We would put an excite if we had the written review. We'd put an excitey face. It'll be a smiley excitey face. I would certify it fresh. Certified fresh. Yeah, is that a thing? Yeah, and rotten tomatoes. Oh, certified fresh tomatoes. Yeah. What's the yeah. worst tomato then? Rotten. Rotten. That's yeah, why it's called rotten tomato. Yeah, that's why it's called. Yeah, see the fresh or rotten. Is that right? A what? A growing tomato. <laughs> so not quite fully ripe, but it's not growing ripe. on you. It's a, it's yeah, a... it's called pre-production. Oh. <laughs> Do they rate things in pre-production? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? How about fried green tomatoes? What's that rate oh. on that film? <laughs> <laughs> right, it's descending into fast. Rob, 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 wrap it up. Yeah, I'll wrap it up. Um, yeah, I think the film's going to do pretty well. Not massive, but I think easily enough to get a sequel. I think that they've they've obviously got a sequel in mind. I think they've set up well. But I think overall, like uh, we all agree, it's a four out of, four out of five film. Is everyone yeah. on board with that? Yeah. Well, I'll make it four out of five rings. I think if you have got any <laughs> kind of if you've got any kind of fondness for Sonic, um, you won't be disappointed. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK, at Keith Barlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Arcade Attack UK. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top 10, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.